It's Linda Cobb, and you are talking dirty with the Queen of Cleat on today's show. We are going to talk about wet wipes, and oh, do I have a story to tell you about wet wipes, so don't miss it. We're also going to talk about cleaning your fireplace and how to get that dirty soot and nastiness off, and I've got some great hacks for you also. But before we get started, I want to remind you that you can go to queenofclean.com 24-7 and have me at your fingertips. Go to our library, type in any question you might have, and answers will pop up. You can pick whatever you want from there, one answer, all the answers, whatever you want that suits your situation, and I will tell you what to do to fix it. So go to queenofclean.com to the library, and it is totally free. Now, let's get started, because I want to talk about wet wipes. And it's gross. So if you're eating, probably not the best time to be listening to this. So I'm going to tell you a story. It was 23 feet long and weighed a ton and looked like a sea monster. What was it made of? It was made of thousands and thousands of used wet wipes held together by fat and sewage. Workers use a crane to remove half of this monster from the clogged sewer line in a neighborhood. Unfortunately, the other half had to be removed by hand. Ew! And just yuck. There are more of these fatbergs growing out there, perhaps where you live. These blockages are blamed on adults who regularly use wet wipes and then toss them in the toilet. Or use baby wipes and even toss them in the toilet. Don't do it. No matter what it says on the label, no wet wipes are flushable. None. Be safe with your plumbing. There are only three things you should ever put down your toilet. They are the three P's. Paper, pee, and poo. So the three things you put down your toilet, no wet wipes. The three P's, pee, paper, and poo. I have preached this for years because I have a friend who works in the water department in a large city, and he sees firsthand on a daily basis what those supposedly flushable wipes can do. So now that I've told you that you shouldn't be flushing them down the toilet, maybe you're not looking forward to the idea of tossing them in the wastebasket in the bathroom either. I know I wouldn't be. So I've got an alternative for you. There is a product called Refresh Wet Wipe Alternative. Refresh Liquid Wipe Toilet Paper Foam is a flushable wipe. It is the alternative that is dispensed as a foam or a spray directly on toilet paper to make a custom wipe. Now, if you can read your name through the toilet paper you're using, maybe you need to upgrade before you do this. But Refresh contains witch hazel, which is all natural, and aloe for a gentle, soothing clean. And because you use it on toilet paper, you never have to worry about the plumbing clogs. 
refresh foam stays on top of the toilet paper in a foam state. And you can add a little or a lot depending upon your personal preference. One or two pumps will remain on the surface for more than a minute without compromising the integrity of quality toilet paper. Now, wipes come pre-soaked, and they have to be strong enough to remain intact for use, which is why they don't break down like toilet paper does the moment it is flushed. Now, I did the research, so you don't have to. And I will leave a link for you to refresh wet wipe alternatives in the comments. I have given this product five out of five crowns. It's great. Now, the one thing I would say is that I ordered the version that is alcohol-free because I honestly can't imagine putting alcohol on my lady bits. But they're all made of witch hazel and aloe. But they do have one that's made with alcohol-free witch hazel. So I'm asking you to please give this a try and don't put those wet wipes down your toilet. And if you're going to continue to use them, then maybe put a covered trash can in your bathroom and put them in there. It will be so much better than paying a huge plumbing bill or having your street dug up to get at those fat bergs. So now I want to switch gears completely and talk to you about how to remove soot from fireplace, brick, stone, and surrounding walls. I've had a lot of questions on it, and, and particularly one lady who wrote to me and said that she had tried to wash it off her white wall, and she was left with nothing but black smear, and she wanted to know how to get it off. Well, unfortunately, there is no way to get it off after you've used water on soot. You actually have to stain kill and paint to remove it from the walls. And it will probably never fully come out of bricks and stone. So this is what you want to use. To remove soot, you want to use a soot and dirt removal sponge. These are sold in hardware stores, home centers, and even on Amazon. They look like a big brick eraser. Now to use a soot and dirt removal sponge, do not wet it. You will use it dry to basically erase the soot. Rub firmly with the eraser over soiled areas, anything that has the soot on it. Continue to erase until all soot is gone and don't rush the process. If you don't remove all the soot this way, when you touch it up with water, it will set it in. So take your time. And I might mention to you also that this works for soot from blowing out a candle and getting it on the wall too. Once all the soot you can see is removed, you can wash that area with hot water and TSP, which is trisodium phosphate. And you can buy this at home centers and hardware stores. Now, if you have tried to wash soot off the walls and you have black smears and haze, you'll need to stay and kill the area and then paint. Uh, you have to seal it. Otherwise, it will bleed back through the new paint. I like using a product called Kills, K-I-L-Z. And it will seal that soot to the wall so that you can paint over it freely. For brick that has set in soot, wash with a strong solution of TSP and hot water. And make sure you're using eye protection and hand protection because it's strong. And scrub it with a stiff brush. Now, to clean fireplace glass, go over the glass in the frame with that soot and dirt removal sponge. Once you've removed all the soot that will come off, then you can wash it with undiluted alcohol. Now, don't do this, of course, around an open flame 
or a pilot light on a gas fireplace. That would definitely not be a good thing. When you're done, you can wash that soot and dirt removal sponge either in a bucket of soapy water or even in the washing machine. But you always let it dry before you use it for anything else. That's majorly important. Now, let's talk about some life hacks for life's big and little problems. First of all, removing price stickers and tags from hard surfaces. Reach for the WD-40 lubricant. Spray the sticker, let it sit a minute or two, and then use a dull straight edge to peel it right off. Wash the surface and you're done. Now, if you don't have WD-40, you can use cooking oil or baby oil and just give it time to sit on there for a few minutes and work. Rust on metal surfaces. I get asked about this all the time. Cover the piece with white vinegar and let it soak for a while. Once you see that the rust is removed, rinse the piece and dry. And this even works on tools too. You can actually soak them in white vinegar and it will take that rust off. Now, what else can you do for rust? You can use Barkeeper's Friend Cleanser. It's a mild pumice cleanser I always talk about for using on your stove and cooktops to clean them, but it also removes rust. It's a great product to have on hand. Cleaning your oven racks with ease. Now, cut a sponge partway through in a checkerboard pattern. Then you're going to soap it up and wash any kind of rack. The cuts will allow the sponge to slip over the rack wires and clean them thoroughly. So let me tell you this again. You cut a sponge partway through in a checkerboard pattern. Soap it up and wash any kind of rack. The cuts will allow the sponge to slip over the rack wires and clean thoroughly. Now, cleaning blind slats has always been a problem. So whether you have um, Venetian blinds, vertical blinds, or plantation shutters, there's an easy way to take care of that. You're going to cut an opening into the short end of two sponges and slide the gripping part of tongs into those pockets that you've created. Just use tongs like you would use to turn meat with. And I like to get the longer ones because I think it works easier. Slide over the blind or the shutters and squeeze together and rub back and forth. You can use the sponges damp. You can wring them out in all-purpose cleaner or soapy water. You just want to rinse the sponges frequently to keep them clean as you work. So again, you're going to cut an opening into the short end of two sponges. Slide them on the gripping part of your tongs and use them to wash those blinds. Now, another question I get asked about all the time is cleaning um, narrow mouth vases and jars. And I've had a lot of questions since Valentine's Day. What you're going to do on this is you're going to cut a sponge or a scrubbing sponge in half. Cut a slit in the side of the sponge and insert a magnet. Use some hot glue or other waterproof glue to seal that opening so that you're sure the magnet stays inside the sponge. To use, you're going to put soapy water in the vase or the glass. Put one sponge on the inside and the other sponge on the outside. Slide them together so that the magnets come together. This will allow you to scrub with one sponge inside and one sponge outside, cleaning both surfaces at the same time. I know, it's genius, isn't it? 
Let me tell you one more time. Cut a sponge or scrubbing sponge in half, and you're going to want two of these. Cut a slit in the side of the sponge and slip a magnet into it. Use some hot glue or other waterproof glue to seal the opening so you keep that magnet inside. Then you're going to use soapy water in the vase or glass and put one sponge inside and the other sponge on the outside. Slide them together so that the magnets come together. This will allow you to scrub with one sponge inside and one sponge out, cleaning both surfaces at the same time. How cool is that? Seriously. Now, how do you remove tough marks from white erase boards? Now, I've done that. I've written on a white erase board and I've not erased it in a timely fashion and I come back and it just doesn't want to come off. But there's a really easy way to clean it off. You can use white non-gel toothpaste. It's perfect for this. Rub it on the mark and then use a damp cloth just to work it in and then rinse and dry. It will take it off very, very easily. Now, removing marker from hard surfaces. Now, this is a wild one, and it's magic. Rubbing firmly with a $1 bill will remove the permanent marker, even Sharpie. Now, you can also spray a light mist of WD-40 on the mark and let it sit for a minute or two and then rub firmly. Reapply if needed. But seriously... If you rub over that permanent marker, even Sharpie marker, with a $1 bill, and it has to be a $1 bill because of the fiber that's used in it, you rub it over it, it will remove the marker. And you know, one of the anchors that I work with at my TV station had triplets, and her triplets colored on her beautiful cherry cabinets with a Sharpie. They wrote their names. They drew pictures. They had a great time. And then she walked in the kitchen. And I told her about this. And it took all of the magic marker off. So again, rub firmly with a $1 bill on any hard surface to remove the marker. Now let's talk about storing cords and chargers. Use a cardboard toilet paper roll. Wind up the cords and tuck them inside the roll. Label the outside of the roll with what the cord fits. For ease, store the tube standing on end in a box or a plastic container. When you're looking for a cord, they're so easy to find. And I even carry one, you know, from my laptop in my laptop holder so that when I'm sitting somewhere, probably at my favorite Starbucks, and I realize I need to charge, I pull it right out, can charge it, and put it right away. It's never all messed up at the bottom of my bag and I'm not always looking for it all over and it's never all kinked up. It works great. So I want to remind you again that you can go to queenclean.com to the library, type in a problem that you're having and answers will come up for you. I am there 24-7. And don't forget to become a Queen of Clean Insider. That's my private page. Go to Queen of Clean Insiders on Facebook. Join us. We have contests. We help each other. I've learned a ton from all of my insiders. They have some great tips and tricks. So until next week, give these things a try. Go to askatqueenofclean.com. Let me know if you have any questions that you want me to discuss on the podcast. And as always, guys, thanks for talking dirty with the Queen of Clean.